0: You're listening to Sunday Worship at Weddington Methodist Church. Find more ways to worship, fellowship, serve, study, and be supported at WeddingtonChurch.org. Okay, now we joyfully go to the Gospel of John chapter 6, verse 35, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life, he said. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you for receiving our song, for hearing our prayers. Lord, what a blessing it is to grow as your body. We thank you for Mary and Parker. And God, now we prepare our minds and our hearts, Lord, to be taught by you through your Holy Spirit, by your word, God. That you give us a fresh new message that we we grow in, God. And, Father, I pray that you forgive me my sins. Lord, that you take my bread and my fish and that you nourish us all, God. Lord, that it be your word and not my own. Lord, that it be much, much more of you and less of me. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. This week, we give thanks to God for our life for this year and for this year's harvest. On Thanksgiving, we continue the tradition of the pilgrims when we give thanks to God for the harvest, but also we give thanks for hope and for rescue. The pilgrims experienced gratitude in a way that was truly heartfelt And convicted. You and I know that when they came to the new land, many, many of them suffered illness. They were hungry. Several of them died, and the others were left mourning. So the pilgrims were in need of health for their bodies, for their hearts, for their minds, for their community. So when they gave thanks, it was truly genuine. It was when the Native Americans helped them by teaching them to plant in the new soil and to hunt the new game, that the pilgrims were able then to stand up and restore hope. And after they finally had a great, great harvest, they rejoiced. With all of their heart, they thanked God for the food, but also for the new knowledge and understanding of how to move forward. So then they had a big feast. They invited the Native Americans and they had true gratitude for them, but also for God's faithfulness. And so as we give thanks with our loved ones this week, we give thanks for this year's harvest. Let us remember that within that harvest, yes, there is food, But there is much more than even our job and our employment. Within that harvest, there is health, there is joy, there is faith. All of that is included in the harvest of God. And just like the pilgrims, everyone at some point is seeking healing and hope of some type. No matter how we are at the moment, at some point we fall and need God to lift us up, to teach us, and to restore us. In the Gospel of John, here in chapter six, it begins with that, and I actually encourage you that this week, as as you prepare your meal with your family, with your friends, and you eat, that you read chapter six with your children of how God, how Jesus fed and nourished and feasted with the multitude. So at this time, Jesus had already been within the communities. He had been going from town to town. He had been teaching, and in his love, Jesus transformed because Jesus will not leave you as is. Jesus will love you so much that he will always transform us and help us grow. So he had performed miracles, and he had healed. And in the Bible, tells us right there in in chapter six that Jesus went and he crossed the Sea of Galilee. After being with the multitudes and and performing all those miracles, the Bible says that he went, he crossed the Sea of Galilee. And it doesn't tell us exactly why, but but I assume he needed some me time with God. You know, He had already been with a whole bunch of people, but he went with the disciples and he crossed that sea. But verse 2 tells us that the great crowd of people followed him. And they followed him because they saw the signs he had performed of healing the sick. So they followed him because they wanted to see, they were amazed at his healing. It says like this, I'm sure that uh, many of the people who followed were in need of immediate healing, but it's likely that others were simply intrigued and impressed by the power of Jesus, by the idea of being healed. We all, in some way, yearn our own miracle, our own healing. And so the Bible says, and a great crowd of people followed Jesus because they saw the signs he had performed of healing the sick. But when Jesus saw the crowds coming for that reason, he actually did something else. He fed them. And the Bible says that there were 5,000 men, but it's very likely, obviously, that there were also several thousand women and children. So there was a huge, huge multitude, and Jesus provided a feast. Can you imagine, so it was Jesus, the 12 disciples, and this massive crowd, and Jesus turned around and and asked one of the disciples, Philip, he said, how much is it going to cost to feed all these people? (laughs) And Philip freaked out. He said, a lot. You need to read it in chapter 6. And then Andrew, another one of the disciples, he came up with an idea. I mean, I guess that's all he could find. And he said, here's this little boy. With five little loaves and two little fish. And see, it's important that we pay attention to that detail. It's important that we pay attention to that detail. There was a little boy, the Bible says, and is specific. There were five little loaves of bread and two little fish. And so then Jesus took that. In verse 11, it says, Jesus then took the loaves, he gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. So this week, as we give thanks, let's pay attention to that Bible verse. Jesus, he took what this little boy gave this little amount of bread this little amount of fish and he took it and he gave thanks and look what gratitude can do jesus multiplied through this gratitude jesus fed the thousands through this little boy this little boy was the instrument of god with the little that he had sometimes we think that what we have to offer to God is not sufficient. Sometimes we think, well, I, I, I'm not, I, I can't do this ministry. I can't do that ministry. But you have to understand that the power is not in us, but is in God within us. Just like this little boy with the little that he had. And then going deeper into that, when we give thanks, Jesus is specifically said he gave thanks. And then he distributed so much that everyone eight. And so it's important for us to keep that in mind. Never feel that you don't have enough to offer God. And I'm not just talking about our offering, of course, these wonderful gifts for children around the world, but also offering who we are, our talents and our gifts, our time, our mission, our service to others. God will multiply, and we must always remember to give thanks. And so everyone ate. The story, the Bible says that everybody was able to eat. And then so much was the blessing of God through this little boy that there was food left over. There was food left over. It's important for you and I to understand this. In verses 12 and 13 it says, uh, Jesus said to the disciples, gather the pieces that are left over and listen to this. Let nothing be wasted So they, the disciples, gathered them and filled 12 baskets. That's not a coincidence that there were 12 baskets left over. How many disciples were there? 12. And there were 12 baskets left over. That is important for you and I as today's disciples to understand and read. See, because the word disciple means student. Rabbi means teacher. So you and I as followers... Of Christ we are his students he is our teacher he is our rabbi so we are his disciples of today and today Jesus has left a basket of bread for you to share with your name on it not just me as a pastor but with your name on it and don't think that because I am a boy remember the little boy is the person that God used So whether you're a child or an adult, whether we are that little boy or, or the disciple Peter, God has left a basket with your name on it. And so as we are giving thanks this year, we have the opportunity to thank God for the harvest, but also to give thanks for healing and hope. Furthermore, we are told by Jesus to not let anything go to waste. Don't think that what you have to offer is not valuable. Your your gifts, your talents, your joys. Maybe maybe you yearn to be a a teacher in in discipleship or to serve in missions. Whatever it is, we must not let it go to waste. Take your basket Feed others, share hope with others, lift others up. But Jesus' miracle is complete. In verse 35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. See, because Jesus feeds the belly, the physical need, but also the need of our hearts and our minds and our spirit, our whole being, our soul. But then you and I are the hands and feet of Christ. And that's why he has left a basket of bread with your name for you to share with others, that you not let it go to waste. So we are called to be like the Native Americans were with the pilgrims, like the little boy that offered the little he had like the disciples who followed Jesus' instruction even when it didn't make sense and seemed impossible. We are called to give thanks and share, share physical bread and bread for the soul. But my brothers and sisters, in order to do that, we must understand that as we serve God and others, there needs to be a sense of genuine gratitude within us first, not only about what we have but about who we have see the greatest commandment is to love God with all of our mind all of our heart all of our soul all of our strength all of who we are and our neighbor as ourselves so you cannot genuinely and honestly love God without loving your neighbor that's impossible Because when God blesses and he multiplies and God's love fills your cup, it will overflow and bless those people around you. So as we as a church make sandwiches every month, you need to look that up. If you don't know about it, go to our church website. Every month we make sandwiches to share with our homeless neighbors. It needs to be because our love for God is so great that it overflows to those around us. As we send these wonderful boxes for children around the world that would likely not have a Christmas otherwise, a Christmas gift otherwise, it's because the Holy Spirit in us moves us to share joy and love. As we read and practice math with children, with students from uh, Benton Heights Elementary or Walter Bickett Elementary or through our homework help ministry, we are sharing from the basket that Jesus handed to us to offer knowledge and hope. We serve because Christ within us moves us to serve. So I pray that our gratitude this year, that as we feast together as a family, that there be a reaction. That there be a reaction within us, the Holy Spirit through us, to share the bread of life to those that are close to us, but also to the thousands around us that are seeking their own miracle that we humbly serve in love. Will you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you for all that you have done. We thank you for this year's harvest. We thank you for for feeding our bodies, but also our soul, Jesus And God, now I pray that as we each take the basket that you have given us, Lord, that we share your blessing with others. Lord, that you take our loaves and fishes and that you multiply them for the nourishment of all, God. Help us be the light in darkness wherever we are, within our home, within our community, Lord. And we thank you for always providing. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.